This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 9th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. New York Times horrible video. Farm bankruptcies halved and dairy sign-up lags. Top USDA official responds to video op-ed. A New York Times video opinion piece attacking U.S. agriculture has caught the attention of top USDA officials as well as farmers. The video's title, which pretty much describes the tone and the thrust of the piece, is Meet the People Getting Paid to Kill Our Planet. Robert Bonney, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, was asked about the video at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing. He called it horrible and said it was he was very disappointed with it. I think farmers, ranchers, forest owners are great stewards of our land, Bonney said. I think they all depend on productivity of the land, which comes from stewardship. By the way, Representative Austin Scott, the Georgia Republican, urged his colleagues to watch the video as well, but he added a warning. Please do it when you're not in a bad mood so that you don't break something. Scott noted that Senate Agriculture Committee member Cory Booker, a New Jersey Democrat who's an outspoken critic of large animal feeding operations, was interviewed for the video. I won't ask you to comment on that, Scott told Bonnie. Now take note, during the hearing, Bonnie vigorously defended the administration's legal basis for using USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account to fund its $1 billion Climate Smart Commodities Program. Now for more on how the Climate Smart Commodities Program will work, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also have the latest on China trade policy and the debate over cattle market reforms as well as a look at how the egg industry has responded to Proposition 12 and what the administration is being advised to do with a Waters of the U.S. proposed rule. Wilkes gets undersecretary okay. The Senate yesterday confirmed Homer Wilkes to be USDA undersecretary for natural resources and environment. The position that oversees the Forest Service, Wilkes was approved on a voice vote, the longtime USDA veteran has been directing the Gulf Coast Ecosystem Restoration Team in the Natural Resources Conservation Service. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Farm bankruptcies plunge in 2021. The number of farm bankruptcy filings dropped by half last year, falling to 276. It marked the first time there have been fewer than 300 filings in at least 10 years. That according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation. There were 599 Chapter 12 filings in 2019 and another 560 in 2020. 
Bankruptcy filings were down in every region of the country last year, including the Midwest, which accounted for more than half of the U.S. total. Wisconsin led the nation with 27 filings, followed by Minnesota with 26, Kansas 19, 17 in Iowa, and Nebraska at 17. FSA extends dairy program sign-up. With sign-up for the dairy margin coverage program running well behind last year's pace, USDA is extending the enrollment deadline from February 18 to March 25th. Fewer than 9,000 dairy operations have signed up so far, about 55% of the program's enrollment last year. FSA Administrator Zach Dushino says DMC costs farmers 15 cents per hundred for the highest coverage level of 9.50 per hundred weight, making it a very cost-effective risk management tool for dairy producers. But take note, producers may be slow in signing up for DMC because of the relatively strong milk prices they're getting. The forecast margin throughout 2022 is well above 9.50. Still, the National Milk Producers Federation encouraged producers to enroll. The program offers, quote, critical protection against unforeseen market disruptions. And if the past two years have shown anything, it's that unforeseen market disruptions can happen. That's the word of National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern. By the way, DMC came up in the House Ag hearing yesterday with Bonnie he cited it as the only commodity program that protects producers against rising input costs as well as drops in prices. USDA plans in-person UAE trade mission. U.S. Department of Agriculture's Foreign Agriculture Service was renowned for its trade missions across the globe, helping promote U.S. farm products to foreign buyers and facilitating deals before the pandemic. But the onslaught of COVID-19 shut that down, at least until now. FAS is planning its first in-person trade mission, and the destination is Dubai, the most populous city in the United Arab Emirates. FAS Administrator Daniel Whitley tells AgriPulse. The mission is scheduled to coincide with the massive Gulf Food Conference in Dubai next week. Gulf Food is the largest food and beverage show in the Middle East, including 5,000 exhibitors from 200 countries and 100,000 visitors in 2021, according to the FAS, which stressed that the U.S. presence at the event will be expanded this year to include exhibitions on grains and pulses. Canadian potatoes allowed back into Puerto Rico. Potatoes from Canada's Prince Edward Island are not yet being allowed back into the U.S. mainland after the discovery of the potato wart fungus last year, but the spuds are gaining access to Puerto Rico, the USDA confirmed yesterday. It is critical that we base our agriculture trade decisions on sound science, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said. After considering Puerto Rico's lack of suitable climatic conditions for potato wart, as well as the lack of commercial potato production industry on the island, we are confident that with appropriate mitigations in place, this trade can resume safely and the U.S. potato industry will remain protected. Many U.S. farmers rely on supplies of Canadian seeds and U.S. processors use a lot of potatoes from Prince Edward Island. Here's today's He Said It. They're manipulating the figures just to their advantage. 
That's Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican, on the university economists who have analyzed the cash trade mandate in his market reform bill and found that it could hurt producers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 9th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.